punches his neck, shatters the glass, and it's like sticking out of his neck and bleeding down. And in that moment, I knew that I had been hustled. I am watching a horror movie right now. (laughs) Thank you for my intro, Javier. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. You ever find yourself wondering if you should spend the time, money, or both on a movie? We're here to answer that question for you. Each week, we put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. We appreciate your help going on the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Podchaser, please leave us a review. It does help us grow the podcast as well. Also, go to our website, whatsourverdict.com. Subscribe to our email list for exclusive content updates. Today, we're reviewing Freaky. It was released November 13th, 2020. It was written by Michael Kennedy and Christopher Landon. It was directed by Christopher Landon. Stars Catherine Newton, Vince Vaughn, Celeste O'Connor, Misha Oshrovich, and Uriah Shelton. It's about a high school student who, after swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. Make sure that if you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, now's the time to pause, jump out, go watch the movie, come back and join us after the fact, because we're about to spoil the shit out of this thing. I want to ask this question, guys. Have you guys, either of you seen the the other remake, the Happy Death Day? I haven't. Mm-mm. It's about the dude who keeps getting murdered, right? Yeah, it's about the, it's a girl and she's in college and she, she gets murdered. And then it's like, it's like Groundhog Day with murder. So she keeps dying. Every time she dies, she restarts the day just like Groundhog Day, except it's some dude in a baby mask that just keeps killing her. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good. I was really impressed with that one. They did a really good job, which I guess is part of the reason that I was excited about this one because it was quite funny, much more so, I think, than this one turned out. I think they lean too heavily on Vince Vaughn in this movie to make it funny because of who he is because he's a very funny guy. But then mm-hmm. he plays such a muted character for the first 35 minutes who doesn't even say a word and then at the end like his I I expected him to be more over the top with the performance as the girl and I think that was the problem I I was thinking about as I was watching it and for me I would have rather seen him play like the shitty bully girl that he puts in the cryo Mm -hmm. freezer box because at least it gives him a chance to be super over the top which is where he's at his best as opposed to like this muted caricature of this this female lead it just didn't work as well for me as I thought it would just because Vince Vaughn's a genius I think the part the script and how he actually had to play it because of the actual character missed the mark a little yeah, and I think I'm also comparing it to Jack Black and Jumanji, right? Oh. Which I thought Jack Black, like, I maybe it was because it was like the first time I saw it. Jack Black was hilarious playing a teenage girl, even down to like the peen scene where they're discovering like how to use a penis, right? Yeah. Like Jack Black scenes compared to Vince Vaughn scene. I, I would watch Jack Black scene. Even like Vince Vaughn didn't do terrible. Like it wasn't a terrible scene or anything. But but yeah, I feel like there was already a bar there, right? Mm-hmm. As far as like how funny that could be. And Vince Vaughn didn't quite get there. Yeah. Well, as I say, I think that goes to exactly kind of what I was talking about too. Because the character in Jumanji, she's so over the top and out there as this character. So mm-hmm. that it allowed Black Jack Black to bring out that personality that he has and that over the... 
And I, so I would really, I think Vince Vaughn could have done a better job if the character that he was playing, the actual character that he was body swapped with, wasn't so muted to begin with. She was this, you know, bullied little girl, which I get. I mean, it's a terrible place to be. And she had to learn her life lesson through this movie, but it, it just, it put him in a place where he couldn't be as good as he. So I would be interested to see if Vince Vaughn could do better with a character like the one in Jumanji that allowed him to be that crazy. Yeah, that's fair. Cause that dude cracks my ass up. Like some of the funniest movies I still watch to this day to get a laugh have Vince Vaughn in them. Like the internship where he and uh, oh, the blonde dude, this blonde weirdo, I can't remember his name. Oh, Owen Ever. Wilson. Owen Wilson yeah. are like interns at Google. Have you ever seen this? No. Dude, you get, we have to watch it because this movie is hilarious. Maybe we'll do the intern versus the in the intern versus the internship as a. So I've seen the intern with De Niro. With De Niro. Right? Also That's very a funny. Great movie. movie. Yeah. I'm going to have to. In fact, funny story. I thought I was going to watch the internship, like the comedy. Yeah. And I watched the intern with Robert De Niro, which is not mm. so much comedy. It's like a, like a, like a feel good kind of movie. The whole time I was waiting for De Niro to like start cracking real jokes. No more. <laughs> <laughs> for them to like travel to North Korea or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe we'll do that as one of our, our next arbitration series is those two together. Cause yeah, Vince Vaughn and that is fucking hilarious. And to be fair, the, really the funny parts of this movie were all from Vince Vaughn. Oh, for yeah. sure. Right. So like the comedic relief in this movie was Vince Vaughn and that was the purpose of having him there. Right. So uh, except for the, there was one exception to that. And that was early on in the movie. The the best friend, the gay best friend, Josh, Josh. That's right. That dude cracked my shit up. Like there were a couple of scenes right early on where he had me giggling. Now he fell off near the end. And I, but there was one line he said early on. Well, and in the preview, we saw the line where they're running from her oh, thinking yeah. it's the killer. And he's like, You're black. I'm gay. We are so screwed. <laughs> I was like, That's such a great line. But then, oh, I remember the part that really got me is when he, he came out straight to his mom. Oh, yeah. He's like, You're a lot of things, but straight is not one of them. Like, she didn't buy it for a second. Oh, yeah. Like, it was great. I love that. He's like, Mom, I just needed to tell you I'm straight. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that was funny. So, yeah, he was pretty funny, but you're right. Vince Vaughn is the he carries the comedic weight. And again, it just it's too bad because they muted him so much and he didn't get to really perform the way I think he could have. So he has like a freak out scene and any of the other movies I can think of Vince Vaughn like freaking out and yelling. And he didn't get that in this one, which I was disappointed to see him not yelling. That's true. I think you're talking whole, about this whole movie was a freak out scene for him. <laughs> but not like a Vince Vaughn freak out. You know what I mean? Like I can yeah. see him like, ah, ah, like yelling and shaking his head like he does. And then I don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah, he gets like this. wild bobblehead. I know what you're talking about. Like he does. Like yeah. His, his head starts like really going and he's like trying to <laughs> emphasize his point with his hands and his face is going nuts. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I think the closest he got and one of the funnier parts was when he was in the bathroom and the kid like, so two parts of that actually was in the bathroom when he's standing peeing and as the girl, like he's talking about how cool it is to stand and pee. And then he like, they start talking to him. So he turns his full body, starts pissing on the floor. And she's like, you hear it? And he like, oh crap. And then when the dude comes in and starts yelling, Hey man, I got a shit. And like, he comes out 
and like grabs him and throws him against the wall. And she's having this moment where she's like, this body is amazing. She like picks him up off the floor and he pisses himself. <laughs> and shit was great. But yeah, it just wasn't his best. No, there's better Vince Vaughn movies out there. And like, I'm having a hard time differentiating between them making fun of just cheesy, crappy horror tropes and parts that are just cheesy, crappy parts of this movie. Right. And like, I, I feel like the parts where I'm like, that's super dumb. Or that's super lame or whatever. I'm like, there's got to there's got to be an inside joke here that I'm missing. Right. Like, like when I first thought that was when that chick in the very beginning of the movie, when he's uh, killing a bunch of kids in, in the house, you know, just typical serial killer stuff. And that one girl hides in like a panic room, <laughs> basically behind like in this wardrobe. And then she walks out. Why would you walk out? Like, you're good. He doesn't know where you are. Just stay there. And the same thing when what's her face was hiding under the bleachers and she decided to come out from under the bleachers. I'm like, why do any of you people come out of your hiding places? I will say this, though, for the record. I don't I won't pull the whole you could have avoided this if you were strapped ideology because these are all children. Right. So none of these kids should have guns, especially not on school campuses, even though here in Utah, it's actually legal to carry on to school campuses. But anyway, (laughs) this movie does get a pass from me because (laughs) guns wouldn't. Well, I mean, guns would solve this issue, but no one should have a gun, really. Javier, I totally wrote in my notes that we were going to hear that this problem would be solved if somebody was strapped. So now I feel like I miscalled it or something. You're taking it back. Well, now I have to take it back because someone was strapped and the problem was not solved. I was about to say, shoot in the air. (laughs) I was about to say we had at least three cops take shots of this guy in the wrong direction. (laughs) Dude, we had had two cops actually shoot him and it still didn't solve the problem. Exactly. The guns aren't very effective in this movie because you can get shot four times center mass and still, yeah, yeah, that's the end. We'll wait for a second. (laughs) No, I was actually going to jump there since we were already talking about it. Because that was the one thing that, like, a lot of the things in this movie, like, bored me. Like, it didn't bother me. Because as soon as you walk into a horror movie, and especially one where there's a body swap that you know is coming, like, my suspension of disbelief is up there, right? Like, I understand that a lot of this is going to be things that I have to let shit go. But at the end, when when the cop shoots him and you see blood fly out of his chest, like, it wasn't like he got clipped. Like this dude took some bullets. Boom. And then like five right. minutes later, you see him throwing people around this house like nothing's wrong. I'm like, did this b- secret blade, this special blade have some sort of healing properties? Or like, what the hell's going on right now that this dude's fine? <laughs> I don't even think that shirt had holes in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it did it. That was one no. of my comments. I didn't yeah. see any holes. Yeah. Did he change his shirt before? Like, don't know. Like, Millie, didn't look like he was wearing the same damn clothes. Yeah, Millie opened his eyes. Like he took a shower for the first time when Millie possessed his body. He's like, "Holy shit! I didn't know I could change my shirt. I've been murdering people in the same clothes for ten years." Here's another funny part that like, bothered me, I guess. But is she goes, she gets all pissed about the fact that he smells like hot dog water and then goes and takes a shower at the school and then puts the same dank ass clothes right back on. Right? Oh. I was like, what was the point of the shower? Yeah. <laughs> When she goes home like twice and I'm like, okay, look, your dad, I don't know anything about your dad, but the whole thing about your dad being dead, I guarantee there's some of dad's clothes still there somewhere. What's oh, a different damn Now I also realize 
that, and she says this at one point, and it did make me laugh, that Vince Vaughn is a giant. That man is a very large man. So maybe the clothes wouldn't have fit, but I'm like, damn, why take a shower and then come out with the same clothes and act like something's different? Like, if anything, it's more pronounced that the clothes stink when you, because you smell good now. The clothes don't. I just, if I were to wake up in some other guy's body, taking a shower probably wouldn't be my priority. And even so, I don't think I would go to a public school and shower there. And even like singing a tune while you're showering, it just got weird. There's weird decisions in this movie. Yeah, that sums it up. There's a lot of, it's just a series of bad decisions, which I think is another trope, right? Just this, or maybe, I, I don't know. But Ian, I've got a question for you. If you were thrown into a woman's body and had to convince JJ and I that you were Ian, what would you do or say to convince us? The first thing was, I was going to just say some shit, but I don't think that is. And you would know it was me because I wouldn't animate it at all. It would just be like this dull, some shit. Some shit. You'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the end. Yeah, yeah. Dead, lifeless voice. That's our boy. I'm in it. I believe it. Oh, man, that's funny. I don't know. I don't have any, like, mascot chance to do or anything like that. Oh, or I would, you guys could ask me who my least favorite actor was. I don't know if you guys remember that. Or least favorite uh, character. After 52 of these, I don't, well, I, you know, what's funny. Okay, so after this movie was on, I was flipping through. I told Ian, I texted him because the gentleman was on my Amazon Prime, right? On the live section because I own, I have memberships to different channels. So it was there and I started watching it. So I went back and I wanted to know, I was having such a good time watching this movie, especially after the movie we had to review today. I was like, what did I rate this movie? Because I was afraid that maybe I hadn't given it a five, which I had. So I went back and listened to the end of our podcast on the gentleman. It was just the three of us on that one too. And I picked up right at the perfect time. And it was Ian saying, you know, I didn't really like the character Matson, and I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Our main character was Matthew. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck Matlin. Hate that character. <laughs> yep, that was it. So, what is your? Who is your least favorite character? Was it Matthew? I don't remember. After fifty-two in, of these, in general, yeah, no, it was Matthew. I, I'm more. That's not like my least favorite character ever. I was just saying it because of my funny slip up. Yeah, you guys were the only two on that recording. So thankfully. Yeah, I had a good <laughs> chuckle listening to us because we laughed for like 30 seconds in the podcast about that. And me and me and Javier wouldn't let it go. So if you want a good chuckle listening to me and Javier, give it to Ian pretty bad. Go listen to our <laughs> review of The Gentleman. It's, it's pretty funny. What would you do, Javier, to let us know it was you? Dude, I don't even know, right? Like I was thinking about that. And she like has poems she's reciting, like secret handshakes and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think flipping you guys off would work, but that's like my secret handshake, you know? We'll need to just put him in front of a horror movie and then we'll know. <laughs> that's fair and very funny. No, you can't fake that. <laughs> it's true. You can't fake your reaction. I know I've done 20 hours of it with you. <laughs> Dude, that would suck. If you guys are like, all right, prove it. Yeah. Watch, watch Friday the 13th. I'd be like, you know what? Nah, just shoot me. I'm the serial killer. We're, yeah. we're <laughs> Either that or like, I would try to make fun of you and get you to be like, okay. <laughs> okay, guys. All right. I don't what? know what I would do. I was just about to ask you what you would do. Yeah, I don't, I've been sitting here trying to, that's why I asked you first. So I had time to think about it and I still don't know. Just don't go know. on like one of your 20 minute monologues about Star Wars. I'd be I like, okay, JJ, I get it. Yeah, you're JJ. Got it. 
Oh, I, you know what's funny is if it's you two, I think that's I'd bring up the podcast and start talking about like all the outtakes and shit that I've had to remove and like all the shit that we did that was just hilarious. Like I probably would and be like, guys, nobody knows about this stuff because it's only I have access to it. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> no one knows about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Few people know because we did send out some uh, some of the outtakes, but not all of them. Believe Which me, there's more of those coming lot. out. Yeah, I've been working on it. The problem is I've been working on so many things but hopefully in the next couple of weeks i'll have four five and six episodes outtakes episode four five and six ready so if you're listening and you haven't signed up for our newsletter at our website what's com, you need to go do that now if you want to hear the outtakes because some of them are absolutely hilarious in fact last week i had three just in soul i was like oh my god <laughs> there's a lot of outtakes from soul <laughs> Nicole looks over at me as she's listening to it and she's like, oh, JJ took out one of your rants. Like he took out like four of my rants. But yeah, (laughs) yeah. there's one. I took one of my rants out, too. So, yeah, it was rough. I like her the best. If I ever want to run for president, those probably shouldn't go out. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll make sure they don't as long as you take care of me once you're president. (laughs) I want full access. I don't know what, but I want full access. Pro quo. That's right. (laughs) Otherwise, I will ruin your administration. (laughs) Anyway. I think I'm going to ruin my own administration. (laughs) No out there. Probably. So one part that was equally relatable and annoying was mm-hmm. when she gets the ding on her phone that her battery is at 10%, right? And then she makes a call and then it dies. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, everyone knows that Apple phones at 1% are like Goliaths, right? Like your Apple phone will run like an hour on 1%. Everyone knows that. So that's super annoying and inaccurate. At the same time, everyone knows that your iPhone battery dies like super fast. <laughs> <laughs> so when her phone just like died all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that would happen. That that kind of makes sense. It, it was funny because I look at it from I don't own Apple and I never will, but I own an Android and Androids are notorious for what happened to her. It'll see 3% and then all of a sudden it's dead. And it's like, what happened to the other fucking 2% you assholes? <laughs> it's like there were two more percent that I didn't get down to. Why that give me a percentage bitch. if it's not accurate? <laughs> yeah, It's like my gas tank. When it says empty, I know I got 30, mi- 30 more gal- miles to go. You can't do that. Give me 1% and I can't fucking talk for 3% and can't talk for two of them dude the greatest invention humans have ever made is making cars that have a distance like you can go this far with the amount of gas you have that guy deserves a peace prize or something because except once you drop below 60 it just says you need fuel asshole (laughs) it doesn't give you the mileage anymore they say yeah if you ever drop below a certain mileage left it doesn't say like you you have 10 miles. It says need fuel <laughs> or low oh, fuel. Dude, yeah. not my forerunner. I've got really? it down to seven miles. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say the Toyota. Yeah, the Toyota. Toyota's one. got that special shit. Diving into the 20 mile range. Always, uh, that's as close as I've gotten, Javier. I don't think I could go seven. Well, dude, mine. So I have a 03 forerunner. So mine doesn't even ping me until like until 20 miles. Right. It doesn't even tell me like the buy gas stupid light doesn't come on until i until i cross from 20 to 19 and then from there it'll 
don't tick down for me. I guess stupid light. That's funny <laughs> shit. No, I tested mine. So my Chev will, once the, the bike has stupid light comes on, it stops telling me a, uh, a fuel range. It just says low fuel, which that's What's the like, fucking point of that. That's well, what you need the most. The point is the panic button. That's like, hey, fucker, go get some gas, asshole. You're going to get stuck on the freeway. Well, I'm a shit bag because I'm on the freeway going, I'm not pulling off the freeway to get gas. I got about 30 miles till I get home. So there's a gas station around the corner from my house. And I'm like, I'll go to that gas station when I get there. Oh, fuck. I pulled into the, it's about 30 miles from where I was at. I pulled into the freaking driveway, the parking lot, got to the stall and my car stopped. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, you were living your life right, right dude. Shit, dude. I was like, <laughs> it literally, I went to turn it off and it just went. Duh, duh, duh. I'm like, oh, talking about 30 miles once that light dings on. <laughs> You're like, duly noted. Yeah. Fuck. So glad it didn't die in the middle of I 15 on the way home. With this movie, one of the things that as I was watching it that I felt like I wanted more of is at the beginning and at the end, and, and I have a question, so I don't want to talk too much about the kills, but there's some brutal kills in this movie. And at the beginning and the end, you see them a lot, but then the middle section, it leans so heavily on the comedy. And I think that was my biggest frustration was, look, if you'd have kept these brutal kills going consistently throughout the movie, I would have liked this movie more because I felt like in the middle, they were trying to make it this full on 100% comedy with a couple of close calls, but they were missing with the comedy so much, you know, based on the things we already talked about earlier about with Vince Vaughn, but they either needed to nail the comedy better or keep the brutality of this movie going riddled with comedy, a little bit of comedy throughout. I think I would have liked that movie more. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I thought this movie was going to turn like that, like gory violence and try to put like a comedic twist on it. But it seemed like it was jolty, like some moments it was just brutal violence. And then other parts, it was like lighthearted and funny. And then it was back to like brutal violence. And there was no like weaving those two together, you know? So I think I would have liked to see that. Like if you're going to try to make like something funny out of something that's like this brutal, then, you, you know, do it. Right. But if like if you're going to make a comedy, make a comedy. If you're going to make a horror movie, make a horror movie. If you're going to make both, like you got to make them both throughout the whole movie. It can't just be like choppy like that. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely. I think I'd agree with that because what got me through the brutal stuff, because I'm I'm not a fan of, you know, watching glass stick through the guy's throat and things like that. Not my thing. But what got me through the brutality was Vince Vaughn's going to show up and he's going to be entertaining. And that's why I'm watching this movie. And it, like you guys have said, the comedy was such a miss that just it needed to be done better. I love the idea. Like going into this movie, I thought it was a great idea. But I don't know. <laughs> Dude, that, that scene that you're talking about, JJ, like the first kill of the movie, like he breaks that wine, which is that expensive wine? Like, I don't even know. I don't know. It didn't oh, look okay. expensive to me, but you don't okay. usually keep it in a wine cellar unless it is. Right. I got that's fair. He's like picking it up and going back down with the camera angles. You're like, okay, he's going to come up and there's going to be a kill over there, right? I was totally expecting it. And, I, and I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, I'm like really curious to see how they're going to like turn this funny. They didn't. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like he pulls him over the wine case, makes him deep throat this wine bottle like just shoves it and you see it down his neck yeah. Yeah. and then he punches his neck shatters the glass and it's like sticking out of his neck and bleeding down and in that moment I knew that I had been hustled <laughs> I am watching a horror movie right now <laughs> thank you for my intro Javier <laughs> 
Oh man, that's hilarious. So there's our little teaser into the kills that are coming, but I will tell you this. I was hopeful after that moment because I found the fact that he kept ducking and going back up and there was no killer behind the wines rack. Funny as hell. Like I was giggling after, because the first time I expected it, I was like, ready, ducks down. There's going to be Vince Vaughn. He's toast. But he goes up and he wasn't there. And then I was like, oh, that's funny. And they, they subvert your expectations. And then he goes down the second time and I'm like, oh, here he comes. And I'm like, oh shit, he's not there again. <laughs> so then I start laughing because I'm like, okay, this is funny. Like I like that they're leaning into this whole subverting your expectations to the point of comedy. And then it was like four times before Vince Vaughn shows up, right? Yeah. But then when he did and it was so brutal, I was like, this is amazing. Not only <laughs> that I just laugh for like 10 seconds flat because this movie's making fun of itself and its genre, but it was also one of the most brutal kills I've seen in a horror movie in a very long time. So I was very impressed with it. And then it all went downhill from there. The first opening 20 minutes of this movie for me was one of the greatest opening sequences of a horror movie since I watched the original Scream back in like 96 or whatever the hell it was. But then it just kind of fell on itself. Like you said, because the middle it missed. So I want to add, this is going to lead to the question I was about to ask Javier. Let me ask you guys this. If this girl goes into Vince Vaughn's body, at first she's very mild as a, as a girl. The, the character you meet, she's very meek. She's very mild. She's been bullied. But then she becomes this humongous man. Would you guys, what I wanted to see, and you tell me if you thought this would have been funnier, is now that she, maybe she's meek and mild at first, we see her kind of freaking out about being in a man's body, but then she realizes, I am a giant, and I can do whatever the hell I want right now, and everybody's going to think it's this murderer. And I'm not saying she needs to murder anyone. I don't want that. But, like, I want her to go into the school and beat the shit out of all these bullies, like these guys that are being assholes. Like, I think that would have been hilarious as shit. Like, and watching her go, I don't care about who I am personal. I'm changing my personality which she does by the end of this movie anyway. I want her to see her become more confident because she's in this body even more than they showed. She's throwing, she'd be throwing guys around like more than the guy in the bathroom beating up bullies. I think that would have been hysterical because then it would have given Vince Vaughn that chance to be so extreme, right? Like he throws some dude around and goes, that's what you get. And then mentions something that he did to her as a girl. And then they get to look at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right? So I think there could have been some real subtle comedy there. And that's what I, as I thought about it over the last few hours, getting ready for this recording going that's what i missed that's what i wanted to see was her get out of her mild character because she's vince vaughn's in vince vaughn's body and let her just wreak havoc as she's trying to get her body back and then that wild change at the end of her having confidence as a girl again would have made even more sense to me because she's kind of finding that balance between the two personalities she knows she needs to be confident based on what she learned in his body but she still has that kind heart that she had as herself anyway that was my thoughts yeah, I would have even been okay with like random cut scenes of her just like beating up a boldy and then immediately cuts to her like giving another one like an atomic wedgie. Like that would have been great comedic relief, right? Like some montage of her yeah. torturing all the people that tortured her. Is yeah. It? Yeah. It would have been even funnier that like she's on a time crunch. She spent two hours. She's like bullying these people. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would have been fantastic because they kind of did that with the other one with Happy Death Day. Like she realizes that she's going to come back. So she does all this crazy shit that she's always wanted to do before she dies. And it's funny. Like it's pretty hilarious. So, yeah. It was like, oh, I'm missing that moment of like you said, that would have been even better. She's like, I've only got 20 less than 24 hours to get my body back. And then you see her spending a couple hours beating the shit out of some dude. 
And then that like leaves like, and then she can be done. And, and that gives Vince Vaughn a chance to drop some one liners. Like he does like walking away. Go, Damn son. That's what you get. Or some shit like that. He just would have opened up for the comedy a little bit more. And I think what, based on what you said, I mean, that would have allowed for some of that weaving of the two together a little bit better. That would have kept the flow going. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about these kills. Javier, you already mentioned the very first kill that we get, which is brutal as shit. Like, what do you guys think of the other kills? Which one did you think was best? Was it that first one, or were there others that you thought were better? The uh, table saw and the wine bottle. Those were like the two that were like a little much for me. Uh, they, yeah. uh, Which this movie is obviously leaning into the gore. Wouldn't you be like just drenched covered from a table saw? Like, I feel like no mask and jacket is saving you from getting covered in blood. In that yeah, one. she would just have a goggle outline, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> covered yeah. in blood. Yeah, the like, amount of blood that's like flowing that. through a human body and then you're yeah. cutting every artery, major organ, like it's going down through the middle. Like, yeah, you're going to be, I mean, fuck if you've ever cut on a table saw, like I'm covered in sawdust by the time I'm done. And it's a quarter inch piece of fucking wood. So you're cutting through two, two a foot and a half worth of human being. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's shit's coming all over everywhere. Something like that gives them far worse than a rated R. That's the problem. Wow. Okay. I to be fair, I did like that scene where she got her ass kicked, right, by this teacher who's oh. like way bigger than her. And um, what is up with this teacher, dude? Seriously, <laughs> other than the fact that it's I just pictured this is Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller. I was like, this is what happened when he became an adult. <laughs> <laughs> he grew a shitty mustache and like bullied students because he he was bullied his whole life like I, he played second fiddle to ferris bueller his entire life and now he's taking it out on the teenagers of this small town <laughs> amazing yeah he was an asshole yeah dude a massive dick dude I was just going to say, like, kicks her while she's down and leans down. He's like, that's what you get for messing with me, Missy. And I'm like, there's a screwdriver right by her hand, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. An idiot. And I did like that they acknowledged it too, where she's getting thrown around this whole movie. This this murder is stuck in her body and she's getting tossed around like a rag doll half the time by these giant human beings that are so much bigger than her. And at one point she's just like, this fucking body. <laughs> and I was like, that's fair. Like how frustrating would that be? You go from Vince Vaughn, six foot eight and you know, 280 pounds, whatever he is, to five foot five and a buck 50 soaking wet if you're lucky. Yeah, that'd be rough, especially in your line of work. You know what I mean? (laughs) Line of work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I think my favorite kill besides I did. I actually like the table. So I was looking forward to that because it was almost in the trailer. They showed somebody laying on it and then giving them a shove towards the table. saw on the trailer. So I was looking forward to that one. But I was also looking forward to the chainsaw one because you see her in the trailer with the chainsaw. Mm. But I didn't know what she was doing. And the fact that she so this guy's so messed up that he cuts his dude in half from the balls up after trying to rape her. Right. And then the dude that she had busted the whiskey bottle over his head and stabbed him and cut his neck. She then went pursuing proceeded to cut his head off because (laughs) you see the scene and he's laying there headless. And I'm like, a bottle did not do that. Which means after he was already dead, she just was like, I got a chainsaw. Why not? (laughs) Ah, I didn't think about that. That's pretty messed up. Honestly, with those three guys, I like did not feel bad about that. Uh, I mean, 
you guys are giving me some real rapey vibes here. So like, you know, just you're on your own. Yeah, no shit. I my favorite kill was the uh, the little cryo chamber mm. because it was the least brutal and probably the quickest. And uh, it probably makes the, the least, least realistic. <laughs> yeah, it was like the most humane way to go. <laughs> and the fact that it got 300 degree negative 300 degrees Fahrenheit in like three seconds flat. I was like, wait a minute, what? And no high school is going to have this cryo chamber. Like most universities don't even have cryo chambers. They still still stick their athletes in ice baths. <laughs> Some little small podunk height. Well, it's no wonder their their sheriff's department sucks so bad. They put all their money in the damn cryo chamber in the high school. I mean, if they're putting it in education, I guess I did ask for that. So I guess I can't be mad. That's fair. <laughs> but I just fair. feel like that's a misallocation of funds still. But I mean, it's a step in the right direction. Sure. The other one that I kind of laughed at because of its ridiculousness was like the one where he made the dude into a giant like tennis racket. He snaps oh. the tennis racket over his knee and slams it between his ears or his neck or whatever it was. Right into his temples. Yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> All of them were brutal except for the... F- I did like too at that opening scene. Again, I go back to this opening scene where they made it seem like this was going to be the final girl. Like she was going through getting away from everything. Mm-hmm. And then her parents come home and the next thing you know he just picks her up and slams or through this spear that he had thrown into the wall earlier, which yeah, was the was, most mild kill. Oh, yeah. And I was like kind of confused for a second. I was like, ah, oh, she'll be fine. Like, she's the main character. She's not the main character. No. I mean, she was the main character in you know, that scene, and then she died. Yeah. Toast. And then I, the other one that they kept up with the brutality is this wooden chair leg through the dude's chest at the very end of the movie. And I was like, oh, damn, right through the back. And he's sitting there and then she like drops it the yeah. rest of the way through him. I was like, and okay. Delivers the worst, stupidest line ever. <laughs> what is with these movie directors, writers, whatever, and just needing, just needing that one line that just unravels everything, man. They already have the one line, and it's yippee Kaye, mother ever. <laughs> that will always be the one line. But I, the, I did get that vibe that they set up this whole secondary. Like I thought the movie was ending, and then you mm-hmm. see him in the ambulance, and he overpowers and somehow remembers where she lives and shows up. And I thought I felt like that was all built around that one line that she said. I was just like, why not do this back at the old mill? It's a mill. There's things of wood there you could put through his chest then would have made sense the cops would have been like oh you did our job for us well like yeah. you actually did our job yeah. like geez and i thought like a better line because i agree the line was stupid i don't even remember what it was like i am a fucking piece yeah there the you line. go that's right i think it would have been better if she like made some joke because he was bitching about her body to her earlier i think it would have been funnier if she's like if she said something like weak body my ass or something like that and then it cuts black but i just didn't like the i am a piece i was like what that's not funny so dumb what a shitty way to find me of unhinged though i felt like that was that's the movie yes we just were making fun of this i swear Mm -hmm. yeah the candy cane glasses or scissors through the dude's eye Mm -hmm. and she yeah well she said something like that too there's your fucking what is this thing that he there's your bad day your your apology there's your apology sorry tap or something yeah fuck Oh yeah, that's what. It, yeah, that no, was something that the sorry to. Yeah, the I can't remember that? what called it. When you honk your horn, you're the courtesy tap. There's your there's courtesy. your courtesy there. tap. So dumb, dude. One thing. Okay, we're back to guns. Okay. 
<laughs> One thing that really bothers me is a police officer should know what a loaded handgun feels like. Yeah, it's very different. She picks up her gun. It is missing like 15 rounds. That is heavy. Really? <laughs> there is a serious weight difference in a loaded and unloaded handgun. So you're you're telling me that this is a trained cop who just doesn't know that. Like, didn't bother to check that her gun was loaded, that something was in the chamber. Like, yeah. Well, not like that, but like, where where does he get a chance to get the gun from her? Because she comes home in uniform. She says she's going to bed. She must have been in the room the whole time. Like, so he sneaks right. around through the house to find this gun that he just knows is there. And boy, he just crouches in the corner, takes it out, and he's like. You know, like into his palm. He yeah. doesn't just take the mag. He takes each individual round out. Yep. <laughs> well, and for hell's sake, the man got shot four times. Where's the blood on the carpet? Yeah. Where's the shit? You know what, what I mean? Is, like, what is he even doing here? He's like, got like max level healing on, man. Like seriously, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> this dude is leveled up. <laughs> So what's stupid, that like the fact that she didn't know the weight of the gun or the fact that Vince Vaughn like went searching for it and put it all back so that she could find it and have that one moment. I would have rather seen that scene than the scene that we saw of just him creeping around the house, like trying to find this gun and then like trying to hide in a closet while he unloads the mag and then trying to put it back while she's like going to the bathroom or something. That went great. This bodes the final question I have is if the man had a hold of the gun, why not use it to kill the whole fucking family? Oh, I have an answer to that because guns are too impersonal. Yeah. You know, you really get to know a man when you kill him with a knife. You know, do you want to know which? Oh, what does he say? I know which one of your friends were cowards. Yeah. <laughs> Great line. It's oh, a man. Joker. For, for those of you who um, yeah. are, who hasn't seen that movie? Don't Throw go that up. far. We're reviewing that one at the end of this month, man. Come on. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's our, uh, that's our last movie of January. That is Heath Ledger at his best, dude. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's not go too far because we have a lot to say on that movie, I'm sure. There was one other thing I wanted to bring up because I just felt like if there's anything about this that was super unrealistic, it was the likelihood of a young teenage boy agreeing that this girl has been switched into Vince Vaughn's body and wanting to kiss him. That just... Dude, that whole scene, man. It, I, <laughs> and I laughed my ass off at that scene. Like, I was laughing when they were setting that scene up in the car when he was like, can I get in the back with you? Like, I burst yeah. out laughing and I didn't stop laughing. Even the line afterward, the line where he's like, this is really uncomfortable and it's because of my hands as big as your face. Like, that's the part that makes it uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I was... In that whole scene. I loved it. Oh, I mean, man. If I'm Millie and I'm back in my body, I just have a couple of quick questions for Booker, right? Yeah. <laughs> Before, I mean, no judgment, right? Just, I just, I gotta know, right? Oh, man. At least you would know that like looks were not the important thing in that relationship. You would like have an ironclad, know that is true. <laughs> Unless he's super into the Vince Vaughn type of vibe, you know, and then that's a really, really high bar. I was expecting them to make a joke about that when Millie brought it up and him being like, ah, I'm not really like feeling it now <laughs> or saying something <laughs> about like, you know, just you're just not the same. Anyways, I had to bring up that scene because that one just stuck out. All right, guys, you guys ready to rate this movie? Let's do it. Javier, why don't you kick us off, buddy? OK, I'm actually probably going to rate this a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> it probably sounded like I'm going to give this a two because like the acting was actually pretty good from pretty much everyone. Even that we didn't talk much about 
Vince Vaughn's like co lead. I forget her name, but the high school blonde chick. Yeah, Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton. She did really well mm-hmm. switching between a high school girl and a serial killer. So anyway, the acting was really cool. If you're into those like gory horror stuff, like I'm pretty sure those were good. I don't know. I don't have a lot to compare it to, but they look terribly good, right? <laughs> um, so apart from the actual story itself, like the way that the movie was made was pretty good. So I think I feel like I got to give it credit for that. So I'm going to give it two. I'm not going to watch this again, though. And I don't I'm not really convinced that anyone should watch it the first time. But, you know, <laughs> still That's on that. Yeah, I I wanted to like I said I I have to I have a problem guys and I'm sure you notice this after 52 episodes but I struggle when I have high expectations for movies because of like I have these expectations when I go in and then I try to rate them differently but I try to give them credit where credit's due and I'm it's kind of funny to listen to you because I have the same feeling like we talked a lot about what this movie did wrong but we didn't mention a lot of what it did right and the acting was amazing across the board even like the side characters her best friends did really well the sister the mom was really funny in the scene between Vince Vaughn as the girl and her in the dressing room like that whole scene was really she's like do you want to go out for coffee no <laughs> he's like i mean we should do dinner too like <laughs> she just like broke her mom like in half because she was trying to get herself out there it was it was such a weird uncomfortable and yet endearing scene so there were some really entertaining things about this movie but when it was bad it was really bad when it was good it was really good so i'm with javier i can't rate it too low it's not even remotely close to the worst movie we've ever reviewed on this and for me i I actually like the gore. I like horror. Horror is one of my favorite genres of movies. And so for me, I was like, yes, this is amazing. I like it. I like how well the effects were. The special effects were great for a horror movie. And so I I just really enjoyed that aspect. I just missed the connection with Vince Vaughn. I think they just, Vince Vaughn was wasted. He was fantastic as the serial killer. Like his creepy, like quiet, like he's very scary when he wants to be and plays a serious role really well. So I really liked him as that. I just wish they could have cut him a little more loose on his extreme comedy. Nobody does that better, in my opinion. So I was a little disappointed there. But overall, I didn't hate this movie. I had moments where I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it right down the middle two and a half and I my score I think just it has to do with the fact that I love horror and so I I have to give it at least a little bit more just for that but yeah that's where I'm at with it two and a half I won't seek it out to watch it again if I I'd put it on in the background and let it play just for the parts that made me giggle but other than that I'm not going to purposefully reach out to watch this movie again Ian, bring us home. Man, I was all set to like dive into the bottom of the barrel for ratings for this one and now you guys are Making me feel like I need to give it some some positives or something. No, Ian, don't be swayed. Don't yes. matter how extreme your opinion is, stick to your guns. Don't let Matson bully you. <laughs> Man, we uh, like to pick on that poor bastard when he's not here to defend himself. It's, it's just a little close to home for Javier. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go, and I think this is kind of the same thing that happened with Greenland for me, where I'm just not big into the genre to begin with. And I was coming in expecting it to be much more comedic and, and kind of take, yeah, like have that brutality, but like JJ mentioned, making it a little more light and kind of making fun of itself. So I'm going to go with a 1.5 and 
yeah, I have no plans to watch this movie again. I think once was enough. More than enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, there's our ratings. Make sure you check out next week. We're going to be reviewing the news of the world. Again, make sure you go check us out on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at What's Our Verdict. Check out our website, whatsourverdict.com. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think. We'd love feedback. If you Again, if you're listening on Apple or Podchaser, please leave us a review. That helps us grow the podcast. We'll read out your review during the, the podcast as well. We haven't had one in a while that someone left comments. We've got quite a few, but not any that people have comments. So we appreciate those. If you're one of those people, thank you. Uh, and then leave us some feedback. Send us an email, hosts at whatsourverdict.com. Let us know what you want us to watch. Excited for 2021 as far as movies go, guys. So looking forward to it. Uh, we've got our lineup scheduled for January, but February is wide open right now. So reach out to us, let us know. And yeah, that's that. And we'll catch you on the next one. You're muted, Javier. <laughs> God damn it. Can you leave that in? <laughs> I probably will. (laughs) Uh, I'm muted because my neighbors sound like they're testing out a new surround sound system. So it's like, I was like, these people don't need to hear that. Apparently they don't need to hear me either. I'm sure there's a few that feel that way. Okay. Uh All right. Give us a bye-bye now so we can get the hell out of here. Bye-bye now, dick. (laughs) 